I'm Bill Hemmer. I'm Janice Dean. I'm Juan Williams, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, October 9th, 2020. I'm Trey Yingst. As coronavirus continues to spread in the United States, farmers are adapting to new challenges caused by the outbreak. People in this area can log on to the website and they place their order and then they can pick up the fresh produce uh, directly from the farm stand. So it's essentially a virtual farmer's market. This is the Fox News Rundown, global pandemic. Coronavirus has closed restaurants and traditional supply chains for U.S. farmers. Technology is helping these hardworking Americans thrive during difficult times. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from Fox Business correspondent Grady Trimble. Starting first in Italy, where a second wave of coronavirus is threatening more widespread restrictions. Masks are once again mandatory for people across the country. With more than 4,000 daily cases, officials are worried about continued community spread. A number of European countries are now on the Italian red list, requiring a coronavirus test upon arrival to Italy for all travelers from these locations. Now to Spain, that has seen more than 880,000 total cases of COVID-19. In Madrid, infection rates are twice the national average, and countrywide, there are more than 12,000 new cases in the past 24 hours alone. While new restrictions went into effect for Madrid a week ago, local government officials continue to push back against the state government over disagreements related to coronavirus. Finally, in the United States, more than 56,000 new cases were reported yesterday. President Trump is still recovering from the virus as he looks to return to the campaign trail. With vaccines still months away, the economic outlook for the U.S. remains uncertain. The virus has affected all industries, from agriculture to technology and everything in between. Despite the current situation, American farmers are finding ways to keep selling their products using innovative solutions. So what's interesting about this is it actually wasn't the farmers who came up with this idea. It was a filmmaker who had worked with the farmers on a documentary before. This is Fox News and Fox Business correspondent Grady Trimble. And these farmers were really dependent on restaurants. So when all the restaurants shut down, um, the, the farmers had nobody to sell their products to. And uh, the filmmakers, he was out of work as well because production shut down. So he said, well, we've got to figure out something. And what he did is he created this uh, website. It's Village Farm Stand uh, in Evanston. And people in this area can log on to the website and they place their order and then they can pick up the fresh produce uh, directly from the farm stand. So it's essentially a virtual farmer's market, um, and it you know gives people the opportunity to support local farms. Uh, all of the produce comes from uh, Illinois, uh, Michigan, and Indiana, and they know exactly where it's coming from. And uh, for the farmers, they've actually set records in sales this year. So when the restaurants shut down, and even now that they're reopened, they're ordering at way less capacity uh, than they would be ordinarily. Um, but nonetheless, this uh, virtual farm stand concept has offset uh, any losses. And in fact, their, their sales numbers are going to be better than ever this year. It's interesting how some of these innovative ideas came out of the COVID-19 outbreak. Do you think this is something that's going to continue once the country gets this outbreak under control? It, it seems like you could basically combine this with those restaurant orders to really expand how much people are, you know, participating in this farm to table economy. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's it's even beyond farm to table. It's also, you know, in the same vein as grocery delivery, which, you know, at the peak of the lockdowns, Instacart, Whole Foods delivery, all of the grocery delivery services uh, skyrocketed. And while they might not be at those, you know, pandemic peaks, I think people's habits have changed. And so because of that, uh, with this farm stand, as an example, People have gotten used to once a week placing an order online and then going into the store and picking it up. And habits change uh, in times of, of change around you. And so I think now that people have changed their habits, it's easy to keep doing this. This isn't something that just because, you know, we can go back to the grocery store uh, or we can go back to restaurants, it doesn't make this go away. This can still exist uh, even when things are back to normal. And in fact, uh, even as restaurants have opened, they've seen their sales grow at the farm stand, uh, even though people have more options about, you know, with dining out now. Um, and, and they're getting to the point where they're planning on expanding locations in the Chicago area and possibly even franchising out in other cities so that this type of service can be available. Because really what it is, is a connection between these farms in rural areas to the customers in the cities. And that demand is always going to be there, even if restaurants open. And it's another outlet for farmers. They're never going to say no to a new customer. You've been listening to Fox Business correspondent Grady Trimble. We'll be right back. You've been following these developments throughout the year in the heartland of America and farmers and hardworking Americans that were affected by the economic fallout of COVID-19. And also just like you mentioned, the changes in normal ways of life. What were some of the stories that stood out in your mind this year? And I mean, this is one problem that clearly there's now a solution to, and it's even helping the economic growth in middle America when it comes to farming. But what are some other challenges these people have faced? Especially with farms, uh, the pandemic really wreaked havoc on supply chains. We saw it with milk. Uh, we went to a dairy farm in Wisconsin uh, in, uh, it was either April or May, who provided a lot of milk to schools and restaurants. And the way they bottle uh, and ship it off to a restaurant uh, is way different than what they would do to get it on a grocery store sell- shelf. So they no longer had the capacity to take in all this milk at the um, uh, places where they bottled it and sent it off. Um, so they were dumping thousands and thousands of gallons of milk. And we saw it with the uh, meat production when they were having to shut down uh, because of outbreaks in the meat processing plants. Those uh, uh, workers were out of work and then it affected us at the grocery store. So the way the supply chain has shifted has you know, affected everybody and it's affected farmers uh, particularly. And, and this is an example of kind of that resilience of the American farmer, which we see time and again. And it's also the example of how ingenuity comes from these times of challenges. You always hear about, you know, businesses that start during economic downturns uh, like Airbnb and Uber, those started, uh, you know, coming out of the last financial crisis. Uh, and this time around, uh, you know, there's a lot of innovation in, in this field and others because they have to, you know, the farmers have to figure out a way to adapt. And they've done so in this instance uh, to make things even better than they were before. 
it seems like a lot of these Americans are stepping up to the plate and, like you said, finding solutions and adapting to the problems they're facing. What do they need from Washington in the coming months to stabilize these adaptations and also moving forward? I mean, what is the, the outlook like for them going into the winter and, and also just facing some economic hardship as a whole living in a country that is battling COVID-19? Yeah, in, in this particular instance, they uh, a lot of them grow in greenhouses and other uh you know, facilities that allow them to continue to grow uh, through the winter here in the Midwest. Um, but, you know, when I was talking to the uh, dairy farmers, they mentioned how, you know, they, they basically need some sort of reimbursement for all the milk they're dumping for, from the federal government. Uh, they need, you know, something to offset the cost of having to, to make these hard decisions. I mean, they're dumping the milk because it's going to go to waste otherwise. So there's no point hanging on to it. It would just cost more money to hang on to it. Um, and I think some relief has come from the federal government. But farming is a tough industry in the best of years. Um, and, it, you know, it, there are various types of, uh, of farmers. You know, we're talking about produce with this village farm stand. But then you've got the soybean growers and the corn growers. And they're so dependent every year on Mother Nature. And so if they have one bad year, then, you know, it sets them back quite a bit. Um, so, you know, they're, they're always looking for any help that they can get from, you know, the federal government to find buyers. Um, and, and that's something to, that a lot of farmers will give credit to the president for is, um, you know, working to try to get their products uh, to China and other markets. Um, because, you know, there's only so much use for corn and soybeans uh, in the United States market. And so if you can export it to other markets, it, it's beneficial to them. And, you know, that that a lot of them, they'll give credit to the president for. And and, and if you talk to a lot of them, that's, you know, the key issue uh, for them when they're going to vote uh, this November. So, you know, if there are enough people in that situation or in rural economies who see the value in you know, uh, getting those products to China and what the president has done with our, our relationship with China. I think that's an important issue for them uh, when they go to the polls. Yeah, absolutely. Your reporting on all of this has been critical, especially during an election year, because like you said, there are many voters who are one issue voters. And a lot of it has to do with uh, the economy in this part of America and farms that make sure everyone has access to fresh food and produce in the United States. Fox News and Fox Business correspondent Grady Trimble. Grady, thank you again for your time. Thanks, Trey. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.